Well, hey there, welcome back to the Blissful Bliss Podcast. I'm your host, Susanna Riker, and today I want to talk about a juicy topic, free content. Tell me the truth. Have you ever wondered at one time how much free content you should share? What is too much? What is enough? What gets you the best results? Let me start by saying that it's definitely not enough to randomly put out free content. For example, posting a free yoga video every other week and nothing else. This is not what I'm talking about. You need to be strategic about it. And in this episode, I'm going to show you how. I'm going to talk about what kind of content you should share and why free content is an important marketing tool. I'm covering this topic from top to bottom in this episode, and you're not going to want to miss a second of it. Hey there, welcome to the Blissful Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Susanna Riker, here to help yoga and wellness entrepreneurs build a thriving online business. If you're ready to make a bigger impact and earn money online, you are in the right place. Each week you learn about websites, digital products, social media strategies, and what's working now to build your online business. And now let's get started. First things first, let's get clear on what free content is and what paid content is. As the name implies, free content is free for your audience, so they don't pay for it. It can be a blog post, a podcast episode like this one, an Instagram caption, and so on. Everything around social media normally is free content. Free content gives your audience a taste of how you teach and what it's like to work with you. So that's your free content. Paid content is content that your audience has to pay for, as you probably guessed. And this can be yoga classes, a recording, an online course, an ebook, and so on. This is your paid content and both free and paid content both have a place in your business. So today we are going to focus on your free content. The goal of sharing free content is to grow your audience and to build trust and a connection so they become paying customers. Sharing free content only makes sense when you have paid offers that your free content leads to. Otherwise, it's not a business, it's a hobby that you have. So even when you don't have any paid offers right now, you should plan for them. You should already know what kind of paid offers you want to create before you even think about sharing free content. Like you can create a blog where you share um, posts about your travel experience and photos. But if you don't have any offers with it and you don't plan to, um, it's a beautiful hobby. It's not a business. And on the other hand, when you have a business and you share only content when you feel inspired, like personal ramblings in a blog post, that's treating the content creation part of your business as a hobby, and it's not going to help you grow your business. So let's look at what you should share in your free content, because I know that's a question that a lot of you have. Now, first, you might be worrying if you should create free yoga videos. This is a common question that I hear a lot from yoga teachers. There are people who say that you shouldn't teach yoga for free and you shouldn't post any free yoga videos. Other people say that all yoga should be free. 
But let's all agree that only offering yoga for free doesn't make sense in the society we are living in. You need to make a living and such you need to get paid for what you do. Also, in the society we live in, people value paid things more than free things. That's just the way it is. Okay, but what about people who say you shouldn't share yoga for free at all? I can kind of understand where they are coming from. But my take is that ship has sailed. There are thousands of yoga videos for free on YouTube and you'll find free advice all over the internet. There's nothing you can do about that. Worrying about this or getting angry about it is just going to stress you. And it's not a bad thing. I believe the more health and wellness related content is out there, the better for this planet. If more people who would never have stepped into a yoga studio try out a yoga video at home and it makes them feel better or it makes them start with yoga, that's amazing. That's what we want. There are yoga teachers that became insanely successful sharing great quality yoga videos for free and they use this to build a large following, like Ellie from The Journey Junkie. I actually had Ellie on the podcast before and we talked about her journey and how she grew her YouTube channel. It's an amazing um, episode. I love Ellie. She's just the best. And I highly recommend that you listen to it. I linked it in the show notes. So sharing free videos, it's a valid strategy, I think. Now it's time to address the elephant in the room. You may be thinking, but if I give away free yoga videos, why would anyone want to pay for my classes? Oh my, I tell you what, if I only had a dollar for every time I heard this. Now you may be surprised by my answer here, but the only solution for that thought of if I give away too much free content, they won't buy from me, is getting real with your mindset around giving away free content. Let me just throw it out there. I have never, I repeat, really never felt like I've lost sales because of my free content. Seriously. And I've created a ton of free content over the years. And yet every year my business has grown and generated more sales. Remember, your people are busy. Everybody's busy. Sure, you might have bits and pieces of your free content out in the world. But ensure some people will only consume your free content and never buy anything else you offer. And that's fine. They probably never get the results your paying students get. Or they actually might buy something years later, for example, sign up for one of your retreats. Who knows? And other people will pay for your classes or membership after they consumed your free content because through your free content, they got to know you. They like practicing with you and they trust you. So your free content will help turn them into paying customers. I personally, I share a lot of knowledge and tips here in my free podcast, and you can learn a lot just from these episodes. But when you decide to buy one of my paid offers, of course, you get much more like really step-by-step -step instructions, um, tech trainings, tutorials, copy swipe files, and all that. You might have heard that before, that in your free content, you should share the what, what people should do, and in your paid content, the how. How do you actually execute or implement things? I think this approach doesn't always make sense, though, because you need to share some content where you give people the what. 
which could be a yoga class. So that's always going to give them the experience or recipes to use essential oils in your kitchen or whatnot. So they get to know your teaching style. Um, sometimes this formula really overcomplicates things. I wouldn't shy away from sharing how to, how to content and I don't. But I also wouldn't want you to give away everything for free. Be generous, but keep something special that's only available for your paying clients. Your free content can be some of your best content. It should be, actually, because after all, you want to make a great first impression with it, but not all of your best content. Okay, so let's talk more about your free content and what you should share. Let me walk you through my 3E content creation model that I teach inside the Blissful Biz Incubator, my premium group coaching program. The first content category is educational content. This is where a lot of yoga teachers focus on. Sharing yoga videos or tutorials or guided meditations, it's all educational or how-to content. And you definitely need this. You want to share educational content so people can get to know your teaching style and what you do. So it could be yoga videos, tutorials, an IGTV video where you explain how to use essential oils or a guided meditation that you offer every week in your Facebook group. You want to teach people something. Give them a quick win. Make their life better. Share value. The next content category is emotional content. This is content that helps you build a deeper connection with your audience. The best way to do this is by sharing stories, like, for example, your own story, how you discovered yoga or whatever you do and teach. You can talk about struggles you overcame or you can share stories from your students. This kind of content is how you build engagement and grow a fan base. And this is also how you can address beliefs or objections your students have that might stop them from purchasing your paid offers. For example, someone who thinks that he or she is not flexible enough to do yoga might not be ready to do one of your free yoga videos, but when they hear about a transformation that one of your students went through from not being able to reach their toes, for example, to feeling so much better in their body, and like a new person or something like that, that's something that can really turn them around, right? That's what gets them on the mat. We all love stories and it's what really builds a connection. And the third content category is engaging content. This is content that you create or share to grow engagement and build a connection with your audience. For example, you can share personal bits and pieces, behind-the-scenes videos, questions and polls where you ask your audience, or live chats, anything like that. So those are the three content categories, educational content, emotional content, and engaging content. A big mistake I see a lot is that people focus on educational content and miss out on emotional and engaging content. Creating educational content feels pretty safe. We know what we are talking about and in a way we can hide behind our expertise, right? So it's a mindset issue. Putting yourself out there and sharing a video where you talk into the camera and share your story and allow yourself to be vulnerable, that's scary for most of us. And that's why we shy away from that. 
You might also think that the quality of your educational content should speak for itself because it's so valuable. But that's not how it works. If you only share educational content, actually your audience might be happy with that and you might even grow a big following. But that doesn't mean that those followers would ever purchase a paid product from you. They might be happy with the free content and they don't have a reason to pay for anything. They don't have a relationship with you. They don't know anything about you. They don't care. Not what we want to achieve. People buy from people they like. Let me repeat that. People buy from people they like. And to like someone, we have to get to know them first. We have to learn to trust them. So you need to share content that helps build that trust and connection and not just yoga videos or tutorials or tips. Now you might be wondering how much content of each category you should share. And my answer here is it depends. But I would try every week to share content from each category. It also depends on the platform. So for example, you might share a free yoga video on YouTube that's educational. But then you write a newsletter where you share the story of why and how you came up with that sequence. Um, for example, you had back pain after moving house and so designed the sequence to help you. Then you taught it to a friend and it helped them. And now you're sharing it with your followers. That's a story around this video that is emotional and that builds a connection. Next, you might create a poll in an Instagram story where you ask people if they ever had back pain after moving house or how often they moved house or something like that. And that's engaging content. Can you see how it all can work together? To do this, you need to get over your fear of being seen and you need to get the courage to show up with your full self. Allow yourself to be seen, to be vulnerable. When people tell me that they don't like social media, very often it's the fear here. It's a fear thing. It's the fear of being seen, of putting yourself out there. And they tell themselves that they're just shy, that they don't like sharing personal things. Um, but it's really not about that. Yes, I want you to share personal stories, but having boundaries here in place, that's totally okay. I don't mean that you need to share all your innermost secrets and everything that is going on 24 hours a day in your life. So some influencers are doing that and I'm always wondering how they actually do that. How do they survive that? It would drive me crazy, totally. <laughs> so um, I don't really want you to do that. But I don't think you want to become a huge Instagram influencer who earns money from holding products into the camera and sharing their everyday life 24 hours a day. Don't compare yourself to that. You don't have to do that. You don't have to share everything. For example, you can decide that you don't want to talk about your family on social media or share photos of your kids. Those are boundaries and they're totally okay to have. If you don't want to talk about your kids, maybe you talk about gardening instead Or when you want to keep it more related to your business, you talk about struggles you had to overcome related to what you teach or um, you share more stories from your students. The point is to help your audience learn more about you, your personality, and get to know you a little bit. And the great thing is it will get easier over time the more you practice this. 
Going on camera in Instagram stories is a great way to start or being a guest on a podcast where you share your story. I know you can do this. Be generous with your content, keep an abundance mindset and know that there is more than enough to go around. And with that, thanks for joining me today. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Blissful Biz Podcast. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. This would mean the world to me. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss a new episode. To learn more about how to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, my courses and membership, or to get instant access to freebies, workshops, and more, go to susannereicher.com right now. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Hey there, interrupting for a short announcement. I'm hosting a virtual bootcamp to help you kickstart your online business from May 6th to May 10th, and I would love to see you there. It's the Make Your First or Next $5,000 online bootcamp, and you can save your spot for this free virtual event when you go to my website, susannereicher.com forward slash bootcamp. That's S-U-S-A-N-N-E-R-I-E-K-E-R.com forward slash bootcamp. I'm going to go live every day from Monday to Friday with a live training on how to elevate your vision, choose your profitable niche, amplify your content, nail down your signature offer to make your first or next $5,000. I can't believe how freaking fun, valuable and powerful this virtual event is going to be. You'll get five live stream trainings, all of the recordings in case you can't make it live or need to leave early, access to my new community, the Midlife Biz Hive, including tons of additional trainings for you to dive in, the chance to ask any questions in our calls or in the community. It'll be amazing. This event is a real game changer, whether you're just starting out or you've been at it for a while, but feeling a bit stuck around the maybe $2,000 to $3,000 monthly mark. If you're eager for more and ready to figure out the online business puzzle, this is the perfect place to kickstart your journey to bigger and better results.